Well, this will be a fun conversation, I guess, or not fun. We're going to talk about Michigan State recruiting in the light of the Mel Tucker saga. What does this mean for the Spartans moving forward? Well, we got Brian Smith, Lockdown Recruiting Expert, here to join us. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This recruiting episode of Locked on Spartans is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. And I can think of one head coach that might have to be using LinkedIn here pretty soon uh, in the future. We'll see about that. It's Brian Smith, Locked on Recruiting (laughs) Expert. Yeah, you like that one? Thank you. (laughs) Locked on Recruiting Expert here. Uh, just a, a, a fantastic friend of the program here. Uh, Brian, you already know my answer to how I'm doing. I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing lately, my man? You doing okay? Well, once I saw that you signed up for me to come on the show, I, my day got better because this <laughs> is be one of my favorite episodes of the entire year. I wasn't sure how to start this. Uh, so I wrote two ways down. One was like the serious professional podcast way to start this chat. And the other one was just kind of like a smart ASS way to kick this thing off. Brian, as an esteemed guest of this show, dealer's choice, what, what, what would you like to do? How would you like me to handle this? I, I would prefer that you don't eventually slit your wrist. So I'd rather you just be loose with this. I'll be loose with it. Okay. Uh, all right, Brian. Uh, how can MSU leverage this Mel Tucker situation to flip David Stone, the five-star that has committed to Oklahoma? How can our Spartans do this in the light of everything going on? Well, they could hire another head coach, pay him like $2 million and use the rest of the NIL for David. I don't hate that, actually. Maybe shave off the top <laughs> for Nick Marsh, too. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what? There you go. I'll, I'll be the head coach too. I'll, I'll gladly do it for $2 million if, if you guys want names out there. Um, no, I mean, Brian, this is such a broad question. This could be a short answer. This could be a half hour answer to take us to the end of the episode. But I mean, just point blank, how devastating is this for MSU on the recruiting trail? I can't imagine it's good. I mean, I, I know that much, but like in your expert opinion, I mean, is this DEFCON one for Michigan State? That is a great way to use. I love the DEFCON reference. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look at it this way. Have you ever heard the phrase, would you say that if your mother was standing there? I'm familiar with it. Yeah. And sometimes I still say what I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And if she was there, would she hit you in those moments? Because right now, Mm, Mel Tucker is getting hit with shoes, (laughs) all kinds of things. And I don't even know if he's completely guilty, depending on who you Sure. I want to believe it's there's lawsuits probably going to go in a lot of different directions here. Yep. And that means two things for me. Number one, we don't know when he's going to be relieved, but just because it's so messy, it's hard to see him ending up at Michigan State. Let's just get the obvious out there. Of course. Number two, just the nature of lawsuits in general. Forget what their legalities are in terms of whether it's criminal or not. They take forever. What does Michigan State want? They want it to go away now. So it's going to be bad. How much it impacts recruiting still comes back to the mom factor. The number one person outside of the prospect himself that usually decides that would be mom. I don't see how that ends well for the green and white. 
Mm. I mean, just like I would say 70% of the time it's mom is like the first no, person. That we, and, and it could be higher. I've never really yeah. counted it, but it's pretty darn high. So the next thing Michigan State has to do, obviously, regardless of who they put in charge, they got to find a way to rally their team. Because if they go out and just show disarray on the field, it will completely truncate the football season and then recruiting. What is the lifeblood of your program? Recruiting. If you do not recruit well, you get five and seven. How much did you enjoy that last year? Thanks, you didn't. I'm just going to speak for you right off the bat. That guy right over there. There's a reason this bottle is empty, Brian, <laughs> and that's because of the five and seven season. Thanks you for asking. Uh, no, I, I, I don't like it too much. Uh no, that's, <laughs> oh man. So what, what is like the most interesting thing that you're going to focus on here moving forward for Michigan state in terms of recruiting? Because for me, it's like, what assistance do you keep on? And I know that's going to be more of the decision of whoever they hire after this, but Hey, we got shiny four-star Nick Marsh. I would like to keep him personally. Call me crazy. I'd like to keep a top 100 player in the country. So do you just keep, Courtney Hawkins, they have to make sure that they keep Courtney Hawkins just to keep some guys afloat, or is it just such a mess that I, I shouldn't even be worried about that at this point? It's not out of the question because there's a lot of ways to look at it. Nick's a local kid. He picked yeah. Michigan State because he wanted to go there. He could have mm -hmm. went to many other institutions. He decided to be a Spartan. I mean, he had Penn State, Notre Dame, and all these schools. He wanted to go to Michigan State. Fair enough. But yeah. you also have to assure him in really short order – that coach A, B, and C are going to be there, even if Mel is not. I don't know which coaches those are, but I say it all the time, and I'll say it on this show too. Kids pick the person representing the school, not the logo on the polo that says Michigan State or Auburn or UCLA or whatever. It's just true. Gotcha. So which coaches are they that were important in his recruitment? And then Anthony Carey and on down the line. Like I know Anthony Carey well. He's a very mature kid. I'm sure he's not very happy right now. I haven't even reached out to him, and I don't want to know his opinion. But it's at the same time, at some point, you, you're going to either have to cut bait if you're a recruit or at least you got to have start having backup on. Because I guarantee you yeah. that every one of these kids has received calls from schools like Northwestern, oh, Minnesota, yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, Indiana, and then across the country. You know, Rutgers is probably recruiting. I mean, everybody's got a shot. Yeah, and they it's do. open season. Right. So yeah, you got to find it. You got to find something really quick. From a publicity standpoint, whenever do they have a press conference set up anytime soon? They did on Tuesday. They introduced interim head coach Harlan Barnett, who has been with the program for quite some time, did a two-year stint down at Florida State, but knows the green and white, played here at Michigan State, the full nine yards. So that they did have that press conference with the new interim coach. And then the athletic director spoke on Sunday as well. So, yeah, you've had that out there. The only thing is they got to have some kind of statement, even if it's just social media so-and-so is definitely staying regardless if he's the coordinator, blah, blah, somebody that's important to recruit. And I have no idea who it is for Michigan state. Yeah. You got to start galvanizing. What's that first step. Now you can do things internally, but public statements will mean mm -hmm. something to these recruits, parents, guardians, high school coaches, seven on seven coaches, confidants. You got to do it. And I, I have no idea if they're ready for that. Cause some of these coaches, I know Michigan state fans don't want to look at it this way. Hey man, what's going on over at so and so? We used to work together. Just so you, that's going on. They oh, can sure. deny it all. I mean, you have to look at it from an every man for himself perspective. Oh, because yeah. your career could go down the drain because of somebody else. 
look, that's not cool. So there are going to be guys that are like, look, I'm going to do my thing, but I'm going to bounce at the end of this season. I guarantee you there's a couple of guys that have already told their wives. I, mean, I guarantee it. And, you know, barring something like really unforeseen. Because we don't know who the head coach is going to be. They don't. And they're, they're prob- most coaches know a bunch of other guys and it's a small world. Hey, man, you know what? I've always wanted to coach out West where it's warm. Let's, let's try to get a, a gig at UCLA. They're going to be in the Big Ten anyway. We can come back here yeah. all the time. You know, I mean, there's, there's going to be stuff like that. That's part of the way it works. And I'm, I'm really curious to see when Michigan State makes some kind of statement that these are the plans in place. It may be hard because Tucker's still there. Like, until that's resolved, that's the problem. I know. I know. Yeah. And it's, it's not, right. to be clear, this is not, is not Michigan State, the administration's fault. It's just, it's going to be. They forever. did what they can, which is nice. Yeah. But it takes forever and recruits need to know now. I mean, it's the railroad crossing we're going through and they're not ready to get off the train here. You know, they need to bad combination, brother. Yeah, not, not a lot of bright spots on this. One bright spot is that, hey, MSU does have a pretty high assistant coaches pool. Maybe that'll entice some people to stay. But then again, with the TV contracts, sure. I mean, we're not going to be the only school with a lot of money to blow on assistant coaches. Uh, I just want to get more into names here. Who's the biggest flight risk from this class right off the top? But, Brian, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm going to give you a breather after that because I just got to talk to people's ear off about Jace medical that's right go ahead log on to jacemedical.com and get yourself the jace case what on earth am i talking about about right now when i say jace case they will send you five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use you never know when an emergency is going to strike you're going to want the jace case in your house your car your boat your rv maybe if you're traveling abroad Pack it in your suitcase. It is light. It is easy to travel with, easy to stash somewhere in your house. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, just jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians at any treatment related questions. Doctor created. It's doctor recommended. Get the Jace case and save more than $360 by getting these lifetime, sorry, these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code locked on. That's all in word, locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Again, promo code locked on to save $20 off at jacemedical.com. And back to the stage here, it's Brian Smith. Um, Unfortunately, kind of like last year, it wasn't the busiest recruiting class. Sure, they got some nice, talented kids in the 2023 class. That was fine. It was a little light. 2024, also a little light right now. There's 13 kids in it. Brian, the answer just might be as simple as every single one of this Baker dozen. But, like, who are the names that, as state fans, you should be worried about bolting out of this class immediately? Anytime there's coaching turnover, there are two things that I look at. The most highly coveted kids, because more people mm-hmm. are just trying to get them in general, and then kids that are further away from home. There's a couple of kids from Florida in the class, one from Tennessee. There's a couple of East Coast kids. Anything like that, that's iffy. The higher rank they are, again, that's very important. Like Nick Marsh is going to have – his phone might explode today. Like it, it might explode. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say the chances of keeping some of them are pretty low – but some of these kids are going to look at it like if they hire the right guy, I can come in and be the dude. It just depends yeah. on personality. Trying to pick which one is which, oof, that is a flip of the coin, my friend. So 
again, who they're going to hire to stick around. Um, any coach that's like named coordinator or anything they do intermediate, all of that is relevant because those guys have specific ties to certain recruits, you know, personalities match. Mm. Maybe Nick Marsh is clinging to coach X, whatever that coach is, that he's going to stay. And maybe not. Maybe the guy that definitely would have to be there for him to be is going to leave. They'll have those off the record conversations. That's how recruiting works. 98% of it's off the record. It's just, it's just the world we live in. So he'll probably know. And I'm sure it's just going to be something that Michigan state has to deal with. They're, they're not in control here. That is the number yeah. one thing there. It is not because again, Mel's situation is going to play out in quote unquote long form. Recruits want to know yesterday, not exactly the ideal circumstance. So am I excited to see what happens yet? Yeah, Cause I'm just curious, but it's really bad for college football. I'm not, I don't root for or against Michigan state, but this is, you know, it's horrible on, I don't even know how many fronts and it's very political. You know, it's a political oh, yeah, society sure. we're in and, you're dealing with parents. Well, I can, do I want my kid to go there? Why did they hire them? I mean, there, there's a million questions that I can't even begin to understand because I'm not a parent and I'm not a parent of one of these kids. Where would you begin? You know, like if your kid was committed, like you're a green and white guy, but I mean, I'm sure you would have questions. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And I would be listening to a few phone calls from other programs too, you know, just to have a nice little chat, see what's going on over there. But yeah, I'm, I'm a very boring person. I like stable things. Brian, call me old-fashioned, but I, I like when things are drama-free. I'm not getting those vibes over there in East Lansing right now. And if there is anything that is a positive about this, it is the timing. It is early in the season. This isn't, you know, late in the season. Everything's on fire. We're close to signing day. I mean, the, if not for nothing else, I, at least you have a few weeks, months until signing day to get everything straightened out. I mean... I know I'm reaching here, but that's all I can do these days, Brian. All I can do is reach for anything that has a silver lining on it. Here, here's the one thing that I will that I will grant you. Michigan State yeah. people have a lot of pride. I grew up in Indiana. I'm very familiar with it. Oh, Maybe we're crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mentally unstable might be, you know, the softer way. Neither here nor there. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but they're going to try to rally in some capacity on this. Who do, who do the Spartans play next? Washington. So kind of wish it was the Maryland game coming up, you know, and more even Maryland's matchup, but no, nope. uh, I know, but at least like we're only one point underdogs in that game, or maybe what's one point favorites. I'm not sure. The Washington game, not quite one point, uh, 16 point underdogs on FanDuel.com right now. So wasn't thrilled that it was this week, uh, <laughs> but what can you do? Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I no, no more comments. This game, we'll probably know a lot, in all honesty and dead seriousness, from the players. The effort, like the energy early, like they got nothing to lose. They're going to yeah, throw haymakers. There'll right. be a double reverse pass, or yeah. there'll be, you know, whatever. There's going to be something crazy. Yep. What happens when they get hit in the mouth? My, by the way, just for the record, Michael Penix Jr., he's good. So that's going <laughs> to, Michigan State fans know that. I, I know. Like, I've lived in the Tampa area. I know it about him very much. Holy yeah. cow, can he throw it? They're not going to beat them. Well, what kind of effort did they show? If they throw in the towel early, that tells you that things are going on behind the scenes. Sure. That's the most important thing Michigan State fans can do. Not the yeah. scoreboard, the effort applied after they get down, because they're going to get beat. I, I will be floored if they win this game. But not offended by that. Yeah, I'm not certainly not offended by that. I know some state fans aren't going to like hearing that, but like it's 16 point 
There's a reason. If you haven't seen Michael Penix, oh boy. Uh, His receivers are okay too. Uh, Like, good (laughs) God. Like, and and then a guy that's going to go maybe in the first round of the NFL draft that plays defensive end as well, Braylon Trice. I mean, so it's just. Not not the opponent that you want to see, but it does come in a week, like again, after week two. It's like, okay, we got a lot of season left to maybe somewhat steady the ship somewhat, whether it be for the guys already in our house or the recruits out there. I mean, we'll we're gonna find to out how many yeah. of those coaches on the staff, I'm telling you, whether or not they plan to stay. If they packed it in, the kids will know. You can't yeah, fool of kids that are that 20, right. 23 like that. They'll be like, look. Yeah, <laughs> checking themselves Sayonara. out of the game and stuff. You know, <laughs> from the sidelines, you'd be like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, we do have a lot of young players on this team, so maybe it's just like that—that that youthful, you know, boyish look at things. They're like, all right, we're gonna band together. I don't. Again, I'm reaching, Brian. I, I'm trying to do whatever I can to talk myself into that. Like things won't be as horrible as possible, but I. They, they are a galvanized group. I mean, they are excited that, you know, Coach Mark Antonio's back in the sideline. Um, but I think they like the guys in the house as well. So it's it, it will be interesting to see. Uh, Harlan Barnett, he had a quote at the introductory press conference on Tuesday that they are mission-focused and that they have not lost a beat in practice. But then again, like, what else is he going to say in this press conference? He's not going to go up in the mic and say, eh, no, we're actually kind of phoning it in, and I would take the Huskies minus 16 every – like, of course he's not going to say that. But, like, whether it's on the record or off the record stuff we're hearing from the football building, like, it, it, vibes are as good as they can be considering the circumstance. However, that, the ceiling only goes so high in said circumstance. So that's what we're looking at here. Yeah, as Washington, Washington comes to town. <laughs> It's a one out of 10, buddy. That's basically where you're at. It's the lowest. Um, I'll I'll leave you with this. Michigan State has had issues in the past, goofy things when D'Antonio left, et cetera. Things will pass. You can only go up from here. I mean, like, this is just like, what? He did, what? What? Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like, can you just imagine the looks on some, like, alums' faces? I just donated. He did. What the, we gave him? How much? Get, just you oh. could do a four-hour YouTube video on reactions when yeah. people watched, and it's justifiable. And we still don't even know half of it yet because we got multiple lawsuits and all this stuff. So, what Michigan State fans, this is what I would do: go and look at the rumor mill. What coach or coaches, if you will, are most likely to come along? I have no idea. You and I were talking before the show. This isn't a year I would call high numbers for that next hot coach. Like, I don't really know which guy it would be for Michigan State. I I really don't. And that's not boding well, but at the same time, they're probably not going to take a very risky candidate. Right. I mean, I... They so cross Urban Meyer off, is, is that what you're saying? Urban Meyer is not going to be on the, the short list of interviews? Okay, shoot. I'm not going to make any comments on that. But, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to steer clear. But at the same time, they're pro- my guess is they'll end up hiring somebody that's been a long-time coach, that's yeah. got a very squeaky clean record, even if it's a Mac to like lower power, like G5. But they're, they're just not going to take any risk. I, that's my guess. Um I know that's not necessarily what Michigan State fans want to hear, but you're not going to – you're going to eat a bunch of contracts. Yeah. They're going to eat a bunch oh, of contracts. Sure. I don't know. That, that's the way it seems. Yeah, I mean, that's the likelihood. Even if it's settled, it's going to be ugly. 
Right. So when you're They're paying, let's say them. they eat, what is it? They're still at 60, 70, they owe it? 70, 70. Yeah. If they eat half of that, again, that's state taxpayer money. In a yeah, state that's not exactly <laughs> doing very well. I mean, how? like there are people in the back rooms that get voted on. They're going to be mm-hmm. like, you need to fight this real hard because it's going to be really yeah. difficult for me to get reelected. There are so many strings to this. So again, look at the candidates coming up, the best Mac coaches, the best coaches at the G5 level. That's reality. I mean, what coach are you going to get that's going to want to take this over? Because this recruiting class could implode. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's rough, bro. And they could hire somebody within too. That's possible. But is that the best? I, I have no idea. I'll let you answer I that. I doubt it. You don't think you don't think can I can I do a cliffhanger right now? Actually, can I okay, can I let's, answer let's that question? Let's because go. I got to sell I got to sell some tickets here, Brian. I got to talk about the Game Time app. That is right, folks. I use Game Time Week One against Central Michigan because why? It is the easiest and best ticketing app in the world. It took me two taps. To get my tickets right outside of Spartan Stadium, delivered straight to my phone. No, they didn't just send it through the email, and then I got to rummage through my email while I get no service outside of Spartan Stadium. No, no, no. It was easy. You go on their app. You actually see a physical picture of where your seats are going to be. Again, two taps, and those tickets are sent right to you. And best part, you get to save some money because they have the best flash deals, last-minute ticket deals. They hook it up at game time. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on college for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on college all one word for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Now, Brian, you asked me, Hey, do they make an in-house hire? My, my short answer is I doubt it. That, that's where that's where I'm going to leave it at. Harlan Barnett, great guy. He said he wanted to be Michigan State head coach his whole life. This is an unfortunate circumstance, but here he is. I, I, I think that there is perhaps better out there, and I know that maybe if there's an odds board for it, the likely candidate would be a G5 candidate, MAC opponent, or heck, opponent, a MAC candidate. But there was one name I brought up before recording. Just want to bounce off to you. And this is a name that's been a little popular in these conversations amongst Michigan State fans and media. But Mr. Elko, down at Duke, has experience coaching at Notre Dame a little bit. He's from New Jersey. He has Duke looking pretty good. He has Duke in the top 25. I mean, enough said right there. And, like, they beat Clemson. They smoked Clemson. And it didn't look like an upset, right? I Like, it it actually looked like they looked better. Correct. And also, too, and this is a weird quirk that I like, too. He was at Texas A&M for a little bit in a coordinator role. And, like, that's a circus down there. Maybe he's learned from experience as to like what makes a circus a circus and what you can do to avoid it coming to that. Again, maybe I'm reaching a little bit here, but I do like what I see with Mike Elko. Is that like the best name that could maybe be a reality for Michigan State fans? Or is there like even another one that you just want to throw on the wall and see if it sticks? <clears throat> Leopold, I think, would be one. Yeah. And it's, he's a guy that he obviously understands offense. Holy oh, yeah. Holy. He's yeah. tremendous. And let's be really blunt. When I'm going through looking at recruits, looking at kids that I'm going to scout, I do not scout kids that are really looking hard at Kansas. He's taking three yeah. and two-star kids and beating the crap out of teams. He can yeah. coach. Now, he's about 60. Do you want to go in on a guy that old? But Michigan State needs stability, something terrible. 
So the only question, and I have no idea the answer to this, what's his buyout of Kansas? That's the ugly part. Because the right. money's already bad. That's one of the reasons I mentioned G5 and Mac. These contracts are not friendly. They are not. Mm-hmm. So a coordinator or somebody else could be, but I mean, Leopold to me, like for a five-year stint would be perfect for Michigan State. I, I don't hate it. Yeah, but, I, I but certainly that, don't hate it. Again, I like stability. Like I, I need a, I need a pilot to jump in here and level out this plane that has taken on so much turbulence. Everyone in the back is throwing up right now. So like, yeah, a, a five-year Leopold stint, if that's what it ends up being, I, I can think of a lot worse things in life right now. I can. <laughs> the other wild card, and I have zero sense with this, and I don't know what his contract is, but his mentality and where he's from fits. And that would be Stoops at Kentucky. He's from Youngstown, Ohio. He's always recruited Ohio, Indiana, Michigan. Yeah. And he's a tremendous defensive coach. You're, it's hard to win at Kentucky, but he's done okay there. Maybe right. he wants out of there. I don't know. But th- somebody like that that has Midwest roots would be their best bet. Don't hate it. I mean, I just do wonder if he's just going to be a Kentucky lifer. I mean, I, I need John I Calipari to have like a few more quotes saying like Kentucky is a basketball school and just completely illegitimizing what the football team does. Like, I, I need Coach Cal to do that, and then we could start talking to Stoops. But, yeah, I, again, are, are they going to score 30 points a game with Stoops here? No, but, hey, that's blue-collar, tough-nosed football that he'd be bringing up here. So, yeah, there, there aren't there aren't a lot of bad candidates that, like, I hear that, like, I don't like. That. I do keep hearing, like, hey, P.J. Fleck is going to be on the short list. It's like, uh, is it 2017? anymore because like that'd be cool back then perhaps but I, I i'm just not sure uh how much sex appeal that one would have for michigan state fans i i, I could go without it personally um might be unfair to mr fleck yeah i just don't think he's the guy you're gonna pick i just i just don't okay that's all i had to hear yeah i i'm still gonna guess coordinator mac g5 is most likely because buyouts but i mean you at least got to talk to these guys at other schools it's free to call yeah, it sure yeah, is. Yeah. But hopefully uh, their phone calls get figured out and things get rolling quickly. Because, again, the key point of this show is to me talk a little about recruiting. And I guarantee you those recruits are taking phone calls from other places, too. Plenty of them. Plenty of them. Have I not hit anything that you want to talk about? Because, again, there are a thousand ways we could take this whole story, this whole saga. Like, I mean, it, anything that you're just really just – wanting to get out right now because i'm i'm here to talk (laughs) that's all i've been doing this week so let's keep it rolling i mean the only thing i can say is how about them spartans basketball players you know let's uh, go (laughs) let's go big season (laughs) coming up (laughs) i mean big 10 basketball is very interesting right now anyway but i would start doing some of those shows if i were you i I would lean heavily in that recruiting guard play forwards you know backup centers anything you got so oh god the amount of times we actually talked about backup centers last year was it would turn you green in the face. Um, yeah, if if not for nothing, okay. Now here, because I've been up not sleeping well this week, um, this is one thing that I've just talked myself into as a way to like look at this whole thing. Like water always finds its level in life, right? I'm, I'm a big believer in that. There's ebbs and flows, and at the end of the day, it's going to be a five out of ten. All right, we're we're at the one out of ten right now. Does water find its level this March with with Tom Izzo cutting some nets down? Like that that's how I have talked myself into continuing to do a Michigan State show every single day. Is that one day those roses are going to bloom and uh, we're going to find its level. So this one out of ten right now, we're going to be met with a nine out of ten when 
Tom makes another final four. I please just say yes. I don't even care if you think that's stupid. Just please just With enable Michigan, me right now. Basketball, it wouldn't be surprising if they were at least a final eight team. I mean, uh, would all, how many times? Has Tom done that with, you know, even like a four seed or something, you know? He, oh, sure. Just did it last year. Oh, well, like Sweet 16, I should stop myself. It was not the, the lead eight, but still. Good season. I mean, good they season. weren't great last year. They, they found a way to do it. Yeah. That's Michigan State basketball. And the football fans for the program need some of that, too. Just don't know where it's coming from anytime soon. Midnight Madness, October 13th. They're going to have the <laughs> scrimmage. Against Tennessee, I think late October. And then, yeah, just let's just get this season on the road, man. Um, hey, do you think we like offer Nick Marsh like a spot on the basketball team too, kind of like they did with Keon Coleman? Like, is that a bad idea? I don't even know if Nick Marsh plays basketball, quite frankly, but like it can't hurt, right? <laughs> just pull pull all the stops out. He might need to play defensive tackle right now. They don't, don't tell have, me that. <laughs> they don't have a defensive line recruit right now, and then this happened. Yeah, that's a small, small issue. Um, I got to say, there is irony. And uh, speaking speaking of defensive recruits, I do want to end this on a recruiting thing. Like, there is some irony to be said with why did Mark D'Antonio leave? What was the big knock against him late in his career? It's that the recruiting was not there. He was always flipping Mac recruits at the very end. Brian, one of Mel's final acts at Michigan State was flipping Toledo recruit Jaden Walker from the Rockets to Michigan State. So, like, everything we got into Antonio for a too many Mac recruits like that. Mel, Mel Tucker's last act, flipping a, <laughs> a Mac recruit. I'm, I'm trying to laugh to keep from crying, Brian, but like, I, I, I can't go on much longer. I hope your wife cooks you a really good dinner tonight because you need it. You know, that's. Or there's a little Caesars like right by my house. I do love a hot and ready. So maybe I'll just get like 15 of those and call it a week. Damn. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I could do it, I think. I think I could hit 15 hot and ready. Is that hitting the wall? All right, I'm just rambling at this point. I'm wasting your time at this point. Brian, thanks a lot for joining, man. Uh, I'm going to go have a crisis uh, over there in the other room once we hang up. But uh, anything else you want to add before we let you go and enjoy the rest of your week like a normal happy person would? Um, enjoy Big Ten football. Just, just I enjoy it as won't, best you but, can. Okay. <laughs> That's, I probably won't, but thank you. I, I appreciate that. That's All very right. kind of you. All right. Well, everybody be safe. Thank you very much. I like that. Yeah, I'll try to be safe. All right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, gang. We are going to break down a game going on this weekend. Believe it or not, Michigan State does play. We're going to be joined with the folks at Locked on Huskies. But until then, take care of yourself. Love you all. Go Green.